Hi there, guys, gals, non-binary pals. Uh, I hope we got this one in one take. We'll see. Um, I'm Mike J. Darkson Burrard, he, him pronouns, and I am our game master for tonight's game of Pathfinder, um, Adventure Path, Strength of Thousands, Module, uh, Kindled Magic. This is our second session, and uh, we're going to do our best to, uh, to keep on keeping on. Uh, tonight, all of the usual players are here with me, uh, and they're welcome to introduce themselves in Discord order. Hi, I'm Adam, he, him. Uh, today I'll be playing Firebird, uh, the totally normal human person that's here just to learn about how to be a better magician. Hi, I'm Jonathan, uh, he, him, and uh, tonight I am playing Glenn, who is a halfling or a druid or a cat. I'm not really certain which it is, but we're going to find out. Yeah, to all. <laughs> Porque no la trolls. <laughs> Hi folks, Matt, uh, he, they pronouns. Uh, I am playing Jonas Jokesmith, uh, a human summoner who might be a bit of a smartass. We're still workshopping around what's going what's gonna to take here. Uh, hi, uh, I am the last one. I am Zach, he, him pronouns. I'm playing Thorka, she, her pronouns, and I am a dwarf healer question mark um who's going to turn out to be very good at punching things because i'm playing her awesome uh yeah like i mentioned we are playing the uh kindled magic adventure uh module from the strength of thousand adventure path um so spoilers if you don't want to know what happens in this one um we have just finished um an introduction from teacher um Takalu, Takulu, Takulu, uh, and uh, he left you with a question: um, Who are you, and how can that person best be guided to grow? Um, there's a number of other questions that were asked, and each of you accepted a uh, a symbol, uh, and in doing so, gained a cantrip. Um, I dropped that in Discord, so hopefully everyone can refer to that if you like. Uh, yeah, so um, how did a teacher introduce himself? Sorry. Ot, teacher Ot. So uh, teacher Ot says, uh, after that question that uh, teacher asks you, he hands each of you a yellow and blue bead. Okay, excellent. Uh, please add that to your string of beads. Which... I have no idea. Do any of you have any idea what he's talking about when he says the string of beads? No, no. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely okay, cool. not. All right. I mean, uh, he's like, oh, uh, yes, these these uh, are an identity. Please keep this, uh, wear this, these, the string of beads on you at all times. Uh, this color indicates that you are my student and if, um, and that you are an initiate of the Maga Ambe. I, Maka Ambaya. Uh, so, if anyone has any questions or needs anything or uh, needs to needs anything from you, they know to uh, that you are a student uh, and that you are my student specifically. Um, that is all we have for the day. Uh, and he he says, uh, I would suggest that you take a look at the dormitory. Uh, one of the students will be there to meet you uh, and get to know. Where you'll be spending a lot of your your time over the next 
uh, while you were here, while you were students. Um, and he points towards a one of the one of the larger structures on the campus, um, and it's uh, the Spire Dormitory um, has these four giant poles um, that flank uh, the entrance uh, and the exit to the main hall, um, through which the dormitory is built. Um, and these uh, massive poles are something like six. Sorry, each spire is 50 feet high, um, standing much higher than the single-story dormitory. So you've got these massive poles that, are, that stick five times as tall as the building is. Um, and they're not like support structures. They're just pillars um, that flank the entrances, is, uh, the steps that lead up to the common area of this dormitory. Um, and as you're... You know, looking over the area as you're getting closer, you notice the uh, the skies begin to darken, uh, and rain begins to fall uh, across the Magambaya. Uh, this is where you <laughs> may choose to do a thing. If you run off, you're welcome to do so. I can't stop you. But <laughs> um, most of what I know of the <laughs> this. Uh, mm-hmm. The school is the dormitory because I have not finished reading the entire entry yet. That's all right. Uh, so we're enormous. I like this. <laughs> we're like two and a half squares wide. Um, no, uh, I think Thorka is like entranced by all of these things and standing there so much slack jawed when she's not actively casting her new spell on herself. Uh, and which which spell did you get? guidance so i'm 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 imagining like like she's holding out her hand and like like touching her own then pulling it back and touching her own forehead and like like (laughs) she has no idea what she's doing or how this thing even works uh but she is entranced by it all right and do you want to share what good guidance does i'm looking it up right now myself sure Guidance is a uh, is a cantrip that let me uh, pull up the description here. You ask for divine guidance, granting the target a plus one status bonus to one attack roll, perception check, saving throw, or skill check the target attempts before the duration ends. Duration is uh, until the start of your next turn, so it lasts for basically no no time. Um, and the target can choose when when if to use if they want to use the bonus before they roll. Um, oh, I'm immune after. Oh, after I, they use the bonus, the spell ends. Either way, the target is ten, then temporarily immune for an hour. So maybe I can only use it on myself once, and then it keeps failing, and I'm very disappointed. I think. Is that <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's not like the uh, the golden uh, uh, Skyrim style uh-huh. to show you where your next quest marker is. That'd be that'd be useful. No, I'm um, good. No, so just go ahead. Fine. You're fine. I was just curious. Do you have a tradition that you picked for your character? A tradition, like, like a magical tradition. Um, I think uh, I I I I was primal. I think I I don't have like I'm a monk. I don't have any of that. Uh, I have no spell casting ability whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Gotcha. Right, and that doesn't won't factor in for you until the second. Not until so. yeah, not until I take some classes and get some learning. Um, well, you, as you're uh, kicking up your cantrip and being confused as to why it doesn't work, uh, you do see um, a student, um, kind of like a, you know, hanging out uh, in the doorway uh, towards where y'all are uh, are coming to. Um, and uh, you know, she comes trotting out of the one-story dormitory as she sees you approach, uh, waving towards you, and um, she's carrying umbrellas. Let's see if I get this got this other thing set up correctly. So, do you see show players? Just just show the players. Gotta love these the the new the new technologies. Yeah, so we're using uh, Foundry VTT, which is uh, new. I, I'm used to I'm used to roll twenty, so uh, it takes me a little bit. Luckily, I didn't blow anyone's eardrums out this time. Oh, hey. Uh, so, do you see um, Essie Dajana? Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. So uh, this this young woman trots out from the one-story dormitory, uh, and she opens the silk umbrella. Um, uh, that's reinforced with dry reeds, apparently. I'm not sure you could tell from this distance, but uh, there you go. Um, you're the new student, so you'll be rooming with us in Spire Dorm. Come on, I'll show you the place. She gestures with her umbrella towards the door, taking a few steps back towards the building's welcoming dry overhang. Is it already raining? Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. It, you know, the sky got dark, it started to rain. It's that, you know, um, in drier climates like Arizona, mm -hmm. uh, I assume that I assume that everywhere is like Arizona when it rains, right? Like, <laughs> it's not like Portland where it's always rainy. No, no. It's just no. suddenly like, hey, there's clouds. Oh my God, it's raining. Right? It's, like, yeah. I'm thinking it's more like Florida where it's not dissimilar, but it's very muggy. Yeah. What's happening? I think they specifically call out a rainy season. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be more like, yeah, like those parts of Africa and Asia and where. Cool. Yeah, as you get closer to the equator, it's not winter so much as it's wet. It's rainy season, yeah. It's dry It's dry one season, it's wet another season. And we're entering the wet season, I believe, as I, as I recall. There you go. Um, yeah. So it's uh, part of the, the daily rainstorms. Cool. Uh, I will uh, be... Remembering that I'm a dwarf, so I'm like four feet tall. Uh, I Maybe not even that. I'm going to like lift my the duffel bag containing all of my belongings over my head. And scuttle towards the door as fast as my tiny legs will take me. Yeah, it, um, yeah I say door, but it's just like a, mm -hmm. it's like an opening arch. Yeah, right? it's a, yeah. it's a, yeah. There's no like closed off area. It's a, it's an open air common area, and there's like um, several stuffed couches, um, places for people to sit, lay, and hang out. Just inside. Cool. Um... I'm going to shake myself like a dog. <laughs> uh, you hear a sound of distress, <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of a hiss coming from just inside the uh, the doorway, uh, and you spy another student laying on one of these couches. Um, it's a catfolk person. Okay. Uh, they are uh, laying back uh, and flicking bits of water off of their face. Um, 
he has a mango, a sliced mango laying on a cloth in his chest as he kind of like lounges just inside the common area, on a couch just inside the common area, um, and gives you a, uh, a toothy smile. Uh, would you like some mango? Here you go. Which, I, uh, I, I'm sure that that is, here, I'll show you this, play, show players, click. Oh, wait, no, that's the whole thing. Gosh, darn it, I'm very confused by this process. <laughs> we'll figure it out, it's okay. Uh, I am immediately returning his uh, his smile uh, in. Oh wow, he looks slightly more sinister than I was picturing in my head. Um, uh, I will return his his smile in a very awkward fashion and uh, immediately reach a uh, a damp arm out to him in like whatever the equivalent of a handshake is. You must be one of the students too. Sure, I'll take some mango. Uh, he, uh, he grasps, like, your finger with two, with, uh, with his, how do I phrase this? Right, so you, you put your hand outstretched, like, to shake, right? And he'll grasp your hand, like, daintily and, like, shake it up and down with, like, two of his fingers as opposed to, like, a whole handshake. Like, as if he was, like, imagine you're reaching out to grab something long and, (laughs) shit, I don't know. He doesn't give you a handshake. He uh-huh. just gently yes. he shakes your hand in that with the fewest number of fingers touching your hand possible. Mm-hmm. With as little contact as possible because yes. he is immaculate and dry. Yes. Exactly. I am, exactly. I am familiar with cats. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. I will not take that hint whatsoever. And uh, I will I will take the mango. I will begin shoving it in my face and then like immediately moved into just a little bit closer than his personal space probably is. Okay. And I will begin peppering him with questions. How long have you been here? Do you know, do you know the other students? Uh, I'm glad you didn't get caught in the rain. Uh, this is my, I think it's his second year. It was second year. And if I'm wrong, we'll look it up later. Uh, yes, but most of them are not here right now. Me too. Uh, and you look like you could use some wine. Wine? Um. Yes. I, I brew wine in my room. (laughs) We'll put a pin in that one. (laughs) Jonas hears this as he wanders in. Somebody makes wine. We're going to become very good friends. Literal rain check on the wine for Thorka here. No, thank you. We're we're good. Um, Essie kind of uh, ushers the rest of you in towards the dorm, you know, like with a, you know, come, come, like a kind of a mothering gesture. Yes, bring every, everyone inside, everyone inside. You, she says to, uh, to Chisire, do not offer them your moonshine. This is Chisire. Do not become like a slacker. He is a slacker. Do not be like him. You should be a good studious student. Uh, the cat kind of like lazily sits up at this and puts the mango Whatever, <laughs> whatever Mango Thorka did not eat outside and says, I, I do not need to study. Amaruns have the best magic. Essie here is trying to run the entire school, even playing teacher for the new students, it looks like. There's, a, there's some back and forth as the two of them argue about who, uh, who said that handling the students was her job. Uh, and, you know, 
Shizara says, mm, we are uh, we are not attendants. It is uh, our job to learn. It is not our job to be nursemaids to new school students unless they want wine. Uh, as he kind of like tries to shuffle you past the cat person unless cat folk, I guess the cat folk, unless you have uh, actually we'll shuffle you past, um, past the cat folk despite your objections before briefly showing you the main hall. Uh, so there are four couches in here. I told my best to, so I, I grabbed a picture of what the, uh, what the place looks like from the book, uh, from a different website that had cleaned it up a little bit, made it a little more normalized. And, uh, so there is the main hall here, uh, which has lounging areas for the students. Uh, and this, um, uh, the floor, which is interesting, is um, decorated in a colorful manner with an intricate mosaic on the walls and floor. The large room has a number of plush couches for students to relax, socialize, whatever. Uh, and it just goes on right through to the other side of the building. Um, and then there's a long hallway that cuts through it, um, running east-west. At a right angle to the north-south passage that cuts through the building. Um, and you can, you know, it's fairly long. Um, probably like, I don't know, 100, 120 feet in each direction. Uh, and you can see doors uh, on both sides of the hallways. Um, and it's, uh, it's a combination of, like, lots of big windows with natural light and um, magical not heat giving off light sources uh, for the hallways where there are no windows. And as he says, so this is, this is the Spire dormitory. There are washrooms at either side, either end of the, uh, either end of the dorm. Uh, we have a makeshift laundry set up over here uh, on your right. She gestures to her left off to the Western arm of the building. Um, my room is just over here, uh, and she points to one of the uh, the doors or one of the hallways, uh, right by the laundry. Uh, last second to last door on your right is my room. Please feel free to knock if you need anything from me. Uh, I am here to help. I am here to, I mean, I am here to learn, but I am here to help us all learn and be happy, be uh, be mindful together of the things that we need to do and learn. Um, most of these rooms uh, already have students in them. Um, this one here, uh, and she points to the room. Uh, oh, sorry, I should have marked it. This is uh, Essie's room, the door she points to there. Uh, she says, this door here, uh, that is Chisire's room. Please stay out of it. Do not go in there, <laughs> even if he invites you in for moonshine. There's endless trouble that uh, Chisire is able to produce with their moonshine. And, um, I guess if you... Jonas motions to Chisire, we'll talk later. <laughs> I'm imagining Chisire, like, like, sassily walking through the door to his room. And... Like, just like, yeah, opening it, mm -hmm. and then pouring a cup of something and just standing there at the door, right? Like, yeah. Um, yes, please feel free to look around, and if you have any questions, and then come get me, and we will continue looking around the campus. Where is our rooms to be? 
Yes, this is a very important thing to know because I am soaked. Well, there are there are six rooms um, that have not been claimed yet. Um, you any room that you find that has uh, a yellow cloth. If you find a yellow cloth upon a bed, that bed is free, and you may you may take it. Um, most of the rooms on the eastern half of the dormitory are free, so you can feel free to look in and decide which room is yours. And Firebird just gonna go in the first room he finds, <laughs> throw his bag on the floor. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, can, you, can you ping which door you opened? I was out of curiosity. Uh, this with the one. Oh, you just took the biggest one, is all. Yeah. So that that. <laughs> uh, that door is in fact that one. That building. Uh, all the doors are unlocked. Uh, there is a, um, a yellow. Uh, cloth that has been. There's a scrap of yellow cloth folded around a summer-shaped glass bead, uh, on that bed. Presumably for you. More beads. Yeah, I'm just gonna be taking this room. Okay. One for, oh, not quite the end of the hall. Well, the ones at the end of the hall don't look like that cool. Yeah, Jonas is taking one down one of the side halls. Yep, all those rooms are free um, and have no one in them uh, and have the. That one down there. Let us go next to Adams. And any Firebirds. So I find it fascinating that y'all take the ones, like just, it's not like the back of the bus. <laughs> it's, the, <laughs> it's the road just before the back, right? Uh-huh. Oh, I wanted the window. Is that one open, oh, Jonathan, one, though? Yeah. Does it look like someone is that? has their stuff there already? Or is someone I in think, there? I think all of these over here on this side are open. Okay. Okay. Just comes with free bones. Yeah, there are two that are not. Oh. Uh, it comes with free bones. Yeah, that, I think that the uh, the artist just decided to. Uh, Who doesn't yeah, like these things up here, these two up Put here with the weird knickknacks yeah. in them are not available. Uh, yeah, those are those yeah, are definitely but, occupied. But rooms. the other the oh. other six, yeah, on I this definitely side. don't see any of the yellow cloths that they're talking about on the pictures. No, it's like, uh, no. <laughs> that's cool and elegant, but I don't see any of that. No, I, I throw I throw my duffel bag on the floor uh, and try to find some dry laundry in it. And Glenn immediately opens the window and like wedges it open. Yeah, it's um, the window actually has uh, it's it's very low tech. It's got a hinge at the top and a stick that you can uh, <laughs> prop the window open with. So, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely the sort of thing where you could just like slip out. You know, there's only uh, the whole building is raised slightly off the ground. Um, but it's the sort of thing where you could just you know hop out and hop back in if you with the not Mike not making a roll for that check. I'm uh, going to be casting little... guidance. Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I was saying, I'm going to be casting guidance at what seems to be the magical light in this room uh, to try to get it to turn on. <laughs> um, It turns on at a touch. So the first time you touch the light, it comes on. <laughs> Maybe that makes you think that that's how the light turns on. Obviously, yes. So as y'all are um, moving towards these rooms on the eastern half of the of the building, uh, you can see at the end of that hall that there is a black mask on the wall. Uh, the black and white mask of Nethys, god of magic. I think that's uh, 
Zach Thorka sees uh, the words "All Seeing Solutions, Pay and Light, Let the Darkness Show Wisdom." Uh, that has been uh, meticulously inked onto the wall next to the mask. I cast guidance on it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you cast Guidance. Also give me either an Arcana or Perception check. No. Do I, do I get uh, the Guidance yes, modifier? Yes, you get a plus okay. one. Uh, mm-hmm. Alright, let's roll this uh, with a... Bam. It's 21. Uh, I mean, that's definitely um, a success. Sorry, I just got a text message. I got to figure out a place to put my phone. That's not going to buzz so loudly. Um, so there are, uh, you can see uh, something that looks like machinery behind the mask. Uh, just behind the mask's eyes, you can see some sort of uh, gears or cogs turning. Okay, turning. Um, how like is it like the whole wall here? How big? No, it's it's a relatively small. You know, it's a it's a mask the size of a human face. Okay, I can see the gears like through the eyes or the mouth. Like I was. Uh, so the the um the mask of Nethys is uh, uh it's like half black, half white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the white half has um the 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 kind of the gears turning, and they seem to be like rotating inwards almost. In. Looks like if you put something in there, it would be pulled deeper, deeper into the machine. Okay, I put a rock in the slot because I definitely have one on me. <laughs> um, uh, moments later, a scrap of paper uh, pops out of the uh, mask's mouth. A folded scrap of paper. Okay, I reach down and uh, unquestioningly pick it up. Yeah, the paper says one silver piece for one answer. Oh, it's one of those kind of masks. Okay. Um, I don't need any answers currently, so we will not be doing this sort of commerce at the moment. <laughs> uh, Man, we have vending machines in this dorm? Sweet. Apparently they're vending machines of secrets. Or answers. Um, yeah, no, I want to... It's a uh, microtransaction for school. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I wonder if it has test results, like test uh, answers. Mm-hmm. Somebody's, somebody's selling you the, the old tests. The answer is C. Alright, well, I'm going to explore. Yeah. Um, so I think Glenn, like, after he goes in his room, um, turns into a cat... And it starts, like, crawling around the roof to get a feel, mostly for, like, the land around this building. But also just to get all the scents and stuff like that. So it's, um, it's a bit of a, I mean, you can get up there no problem as a cat, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's enough, you know, nooks and crannies and ledges for you to jump on and scrabble up. Uh, but it didn't look like the easiest climb for a human. So you're kind of surprised when you see, um, a couple students sitting up here reading. <laughs> um, well, I go and yeah. demand they pet me. Uh, they, without question, you know, they pet the cat. Acceptable. <laughs> so from the from the top of the spire dormitory, you can see uh, there's a dining hall uh, and a student supply store that are nearby. And 
It was probably like an actual building for people to like, you know, learn things in. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do, do, do I don't see where that would be included because I don't see a map of the entire campus, despite me scrolling way farther than I probably should. Yeah, there's a library not far off, um, but like, yeah, I'm sure there's also uh, dorm, uh, you know, buildings for learning. But I, uh, I don't know where the author on my head. So yeah, yeah, there's also like uh, several buildings that will house your uh, your classes eventually. Um, yeah, there you go. Sorry, and while you're up here, uh, mm-hmm. you do see um, one of the students, you know, close the book. Uh, Jump back down, or yeah, slide down off the roof, mm-hmm. uh, and then a few moments later, come hurtling back up into the air, uh, <laughs> landing on the roof and returning to their spot. And it is raining; mm-hmm. <laughs> they just have little spells that keep them dry. Oh yeah, you're mm-hmm. a wet cat now. Yep. Okay. The uh, the student came hurtling up in the air. Was like they flew sixty feet in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, from that, from the northwest corner of the of the building, just like they were fired out of a cannon. I would act surprised, but I'm a cat, so I can't. <laughs> Cats are legally required to not act surprised. Just act not impressed. Like, yeah, I could do that too if I wanted. I'm sure. I'm sure I could. Um. Okay. Well, I make notes of the sense of the people who are decent people because they pet the cat. And I just continue to look around the area on top of the building and stuff like that. Just kind of familiarizing myself with the area, like the territory, I guess, the way to put it. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, there's um, there's a pond uh, in the southeast. Um, you'd have to kind of jump down to expect it. Uh, do your senses change when you're a cat? Yeah, I get sent. Um, where is it? Because it's past form is the actual spell. Uh, low light vision and imprecise scent to thirty feet. I'm also very easy to hurt. Um, you you smell that there's uh things to eat down by the pond. Mm. Excellent. Um, and also uh, all sorts of odd scents coming from inside the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't I don't even know what that would well, most of the stuff would smell like to a cat, but that human crazy shit. I mean, just the still alone probably reeks. Sorry, the uh, my cats are yelling because it's almost dinner time. What was the last thing you said? <laughs> I was saying the the still alone probably reeks. Yes, this yeah, definitely that alone will be very not odiferous, but yeah. Um, all right, let's 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 keep it going. Who's who's next? That D&D Podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. Feel free to share with friends, but don't cut anything out and don't sell our work. Please visit us at thatdndpodcast.com or on Twitch or YouTube at That D&D Podcast. Intro music is Umoja by Alexander Nakarada, which is available from freestockmusic.com. Nakarada's music can also be found on serpentsoundstudios.com. Outro music is Horizons by Atch, which can be found on SoundCloud or at ATCH Music on Instagram. The Kindled Magic book was written by Eleanor Farron and Alexandria Bustian and is a part of the Strength of Thousands Pathfinder Path. 
The Pathfinder role-playing game is owned and published by Paizo Publishing. All other copyrighted content is owned by its associate copyright holder.